Hello, everybody. I'm Dane Gentry. Hope everyone's doing well tonight. Uh, tonight, I'm going to talk about life skills and learning to live sober and clean, whichever word you want to use. It's kind of up to you, really. Um, these are things we often forget about because there's so much that comes with it. Because when we're out there living in a life of addiction, we only know one way to live, and that's the wrong way in everything that we do. Um, life skills. You know, a lot of us, if we if we start out real young, and a lot of us do, um, we don't have any life skills, really. Uh, you know, when I got out of prison the first time, I didn't know how to balance a checkbook. Uh, didn't know how to send a text message. That's just right when phones got big, though. So um, we, um, everything that we do, we're having to learn it again. It's just the same. It goes the same thing with... The uh, places, people, and things, you know, we have to change all that. We also have to change every way, all the ways we live and all the things we do and all this nonsense um, or getting the nonsense out, I guess I should say. Uh, if we do that, everything starts getting better, you know. And sometimes when you get sober, there's relationships that we thought that we would have forever or, or what have you. Um, and then we find that, man, uh, they're just not going to work either. And I think a lot of times that's one of the hardest things to figure out. Um, you know, they, they tell you when you first get sober in sobriety, don't even think about a relationship for a year. Uh, it may sound like a lot, you know what I mean, or a long time. You know, that kind of stuff sends you back out. Um, things that matters of the heart, you know, it's a tough thing to deal with. And you got to remember, man, they say that, Wherever you start using that, that's where your maturity level stops at. How you doing, Frank? So if your maturity level stops there, then you're just very immature. So that's that's the reason for the whole year. You know, don't do it for a year. And um, but again, you know, people don't always do that. And uh, um, and then what happens is they they jump right into it and they end up right back out again. And uh, uh, where are you from, Frank? And uh, so. You know, remember all them things, you know, it's something as simple as washing your own clothes, you know, and some people don't have that life skill. Um, and a lot of people think that in sobriety, you can't have fun. And that's just not you. That's just not true. Oh, wow. A long ways away. Glad to have you, man. And um, if I've had so much fun in sobriety and, you know, different times I'd have a little bit of sobriety here or there and I'd always try to make it fun. And when I would be getting in trouble and getting in trouble, meaning about to go back out was when things wasn't fun and my attitude get bad and or I got into it with, you know, the, the girlfriend or whatever. And, um, these are little things that, um, um, that we think is really not that big of a deal, man, but they're huge. And these people that have been sober for a long time, or these people that wrote these books and all this stuff, they wrote it for a reason. It's because they know, you know, they've been there and just like a lot of us, you know, addicts, we want to try everything our way and, and man, this, if I could just do this, I can do this. No, you can't, man. You got to do what the literature says and the books say and all that stuff. And no matter which program you're working, it could be any of the A's that don't matter and even celebrate recovery. Um, cause I found that I'm really liking celebrate recovery. And, um, uh, I went there the other night and I'm going to go back again this week. And I really, really enjoyed it. Thank you, Frank, for liking the show. I really appreciate it. Um, and so, um, 
Sorry, I had a text message. I was again occupied with something I shouldn't be occupied with myself, and for whatever reason, somebody likes to make things difficult. Anyway, um, now learning to write it to balance a checkbook. If you don't know how to do that, don't be ashamed of that stuff either, because I didn't. I was thirty-four years old, and I did not know how to, or maybe thirty-five. 34. Now, I didn't know how to balance a checkbook. I had to find out all of that. People don't really use checks anymore, but it's still a good, something good for you to learn. Because teaching yourself in sobriety, it's just like making your bed in the morning. You've accomplished something. So it doesn't make you feel, you know, out on this island by yourself because you feel that way anyway. And that's what every addict feels like when they go into the rooms and all that stuff. They're in there and, man, they just feel like they're the only one and their story's different than anyone else's and on and on and on. And that's not true. You know, everyone in there has done the same shit you've done, lived through the same shit that you've lived through, and will go through the same stuff you'll go through in sobriety. So remember that. Um, one thing about us is that when we're when we're in addiction, we're living nasty and dirty, and I don't just mean yourself; I mean just everything about it. And so when you when you get sober and all that, start living clean, sweep your floor, mop your floor, make your bed, keep your clothes clean, take a shower, wash your hands. I mean, all these different things that. We just don't do, and I don't care who you are. You can lie to yourself all you want, because uh, sober, I'm a very clean man, and getting, when I'm on drugs, I'm not clean. Uh, you go days without a bath and all these things, and if you're in sobriety and you're still living like that, you know, man, try to try to do a little bit better. It'll help you out. All these things are skills. These are life skills, and um, if you if you go to treatment, you got to remember. You're going to be in there roughly 30 people. Uh, some of them are men and women. Some of them are just men or some of them are just women. just depends. And Or if you go to halfway houses or if you go to, let's say you go to a, a state or federally, federally, excuse me, granted program, a lot of people coming into them are homeless. And so, uh, again, none of us that was out there homeless was, was clean. And so in every way. So when you get in them places, you're going to have a lot to deal with. You're going to have roommates and all this stuff. But if y'all get in there together and you will try to stay clean each other, you, you get what I'm saying? Like your area, your clothes, get in the shower. Uh, when you use the bathroom, try to spray some stuff if they have it. You know, uh, just whatever. The You got to learn a respect thing. Because when we're out there ripping and running, man, what are we respecting? We're not respecting nothing, especially not ourselves. And so we have to learn to do that as you're learning to love yourself. And um, it ain't, it's really not that difficult, you know, little things, you know, keeping your hands to yourself. Because if you're going to get sober, most people need to go to treatment. You need to medically detox. And and those are some some places that you got to remember, man, people are sick and they're feeling bad. And we've all been there and you don't want to do nothing. And so, you know, but once you get past all that, start trying to get your feet back under you and start living again. And, before you know it, I promise you'll be running. Um, they say it gets better, and it really does. It really does get better. Um, I know you don't want to hear that when you first started. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to hear nothing, but I just wanted to feel better. That's all I knew, and uh, you're still going through all that stuff. But as your mind starts coming back to you, sometimes you find yourself sitting there, and you're going, man, I don't know what to do with myself. Um, you know, i got this going on over here, this going on. You can't worry about that shit at that time, man. Focus on you. Cause they're giving you, they're giving you some skills and in places and you might not want to hear it. You might not want to sit there through that group and you might not want to share, but if you will, it'll help you. And it's all these little things make progress. And, Cause I was that person. I went to a lot, a lot of different treatment centers and what would I do in them? 
I would sit back there. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm getting a lot of good feedback, and I, I need to hear them kind of things. You know, we're them kind, we're them type of people, man. We need to know that I'm doing good and I'm doing my best, and some doors are opening up, and the show's gonna get bigger. So I'm doing something right, but at the end of the day, it ain't me. It's God. He's looking out for us. You know what I mean? He looks out for his own, and so he's doing that. But so I went to a lot of treatment centers, and and uh, I didn't want to go. You know, I went because the parole officer said I had to go girlfriend said i had to go or whoever you know it wasn't dane saying he had to go it was everybody else and of course i'd get in there and i'd be mad at the world how dare them think i need to go in here and knowing man i was on the brink of death and I, I probably needed a lot more than that and so but what i would do is i wouldn't go there if i didn't have no drugs taken there with me first of all and uh, i'll tell you experience i had a very bad one and it was all my fault i went to one and i'd been on what's called methadone you probably know what it is if you don't it's just a just another drug trying to get you off a drug basically uh big farmers involved in that too you know the whole deal so anyway um i was on that but i was still doing about a gram of fentanyl a day too and so when i went in there i took i don't know probably a couple grams of fentanyl with me and so for the first two or three days i would do a little bit and i was high the whole time and i woke up at third day or fourth day whichever it was and I decided I wanted the Suboxone. I wanted it right now. You know, and they're telling me, don't take the Suboxone. I'm telling me, you going to give me this Suboxone or I'm going to leave. And so, um, dude says, <laughs> the guy over it comes talk to him and he said, I'll tell you what, man, we're going to give it to you. But if you go into precipitated withdrawal, and that is the worst withdrawal you can go into. And what it is, is that the drug in Suboxone, it causes your, all the drugs that's on your receptors to come out of your body at one time. So what would normally be a seven or 10 detox day detox, excuse me, it hits you all at one time. And it's, I'm t there's nothing in this world. that feels like it. I mean, it affects every part of your body. Well, anyway, so they knew, you know I mean? The people in these rehabs aren't dumb. And so they knew I probably had some drugs because for three days I was fine. I wouldn't say nothing to nobody. And then on that fourth day I took it and they warned me against it. And I'm going to tell you right now, what they do there is they crush it up and they pour it under your tongue. And so it just soaks into the bottom of your tongue. And this, the, I'm not kidding you. The second this stuff hit my tongue, I was literally using the bathroom on myself and throwing up. I couldn't, there was nothing I could do. And snot was running out of my nose. And I told the guy, I said, I want my, I want my phone, man. And he said, well, we're going to talk about that. And I said, I'll tell you what we're going to talk about. I'm going to count three. If you don't give me that phone, uh, you're going to see a different me. But what I didn't know, they had already called my girlfriend. So, um and warned her so they gave me the phone and uh when they did um i called her and she said uh i'm not coming to get you and you're not coming home she said you've done it in jail before you can do it in there and i just thought that was the shittiest thing ever but you know she's trying to save my life and so anyway the point is that don't take that suboxone too soon because if you do you're going to be sicker than you've ever been <clears throat> so anyway i would in in places i'd stay in my room or you know, what I mean, I'd find that one person who didn't want to be there like me and, and together we'd have that bad attitude and it'd just be, you know, 30 days of misery or whatever it was. And I wouldn't learn shit. You know, I would at night, maybe I'd go listen to some music or something like that. But I was not doing nothing recovery based and I wasn't learning anything. And I wasn't setting up no routines or no habits and doing none of these things. And so I wasn't getting absolutely nothing out of it. So um, that time, um, I think I'd been there three weeks or something and some little something happened i don't know what it was somebody said something made me mad of course you know that's what we do and i decided i was going to leave and they know what that means and they was all saying please don't 
please don't leave. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm not going to go use. I'm not going to go use, man, the second I left, as soon as I could get to the dope, man, I was using. Um, and I got strung out really bad that time, too. Uh, and uh, I went and met my girlfriend at a uh, car lot, and she was looking to buy another car or something. And I remember her telling me that she said, I've never, ever had – you never had no body odor and you do. And I just remember that. I remember thinking that and I was like, man. And uh, I went back to that place and it ended up being a good place. And I'm still friends with a lot of people that work there today and they welcomed me back, but still yet yeah, I'd go back in there. I wouldn't participate in groups. I'd go in there and I'd talk to the counselor and, um, you know, it, it wasn't nothing. Uh, I wasn't getting absolute nothing out of it. And I didn't get nothing out of treatment until I finally buckled down and decided that I was going to, but life skills is what come in, come into play because, Things that would normally send me back out, you know, you can use anything. Um, I went through a lot of stuff, man. I, I had, a, you know, a, a very bad few days in there. But how I knew I was changing and life skills and all these things was coming into play was that I never wanted to use during that time. And I knew I was like, damn, I'm finally growing up, man. Uh, I, I see I might be on my way now if I work this program and do this and what I had to do was stop worrying about the outside world. Uh, it was going to be there. There wasn't nothing I could do about it. I couldn't change nothing about the past, and I wasn't going to change nothing about the future unless I changed me. And uh, <clears throat> you'll start noticing them little things in you. You'll, you'll start seeing it, and you'll get to where, you know, the same little old shit that used to bother you, it just don't bother you no more. And there'll be people that'll come to them, they, H&I and different things they call them. Listen to what them people say. Uh, when them people sit up there and they're talking to you and they got five, 10, 20 years clean, I mean, damn, come on. They know something. They're doing something right. And, uh, I've tried everything. I, I've tried everything you could other than that program. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, I know there's people out there that probably have done it without it. I couldn't do it. I guess I was too weak or whatever you want to call me. I'll take it. You can call me anything you want. Cause what I do know and what I can tell you is that program saved my life. Um, uh, it wasn't for it. I wouldn't be here on the other side of this microphone today trying to help people. And Hey there, OJ, how you doing? And so, you know, you just got to learn them things. And when you learn them, it just comes easier. And then you want it. Uh, that's what you'll find. Uh, how you doing tonight? Uh, where are you from? And thank you for stopping by. Um, you'll find how much you want it. You want it as if you wanted that dope. You know what I mean? But now you want sobriety. You want to have shit. You want to have nice shoes on your feet. You want to drive a nice car or whatever, you know. Uh, you want to look good. You want to feel good because, you know, I'm six one, so running around about 140 pounds, I ain't looking too damn good. And so you start putting your weight on, your appetite comes back and everything, man. And then you, after so long, uh, India, oh, wow, a long ways away, man. I'm in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, man, right outside of Nashville. Um, we talk about anything on here, man, it's recovery-based, um, that's what we talk about, getting sober and staying sober. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question, if you don't mind. Um, how is, is the drug problem really bad in India? And the same thing for you, Frank. Is drugs really bad where you're at as well? Um, I'll keep talking while they answer me because can't nobody hear them. Y'all can call in if you wanted to. It's up to y'all. Um, and so you start learning to live again, man. That's these life skills I'm talking about. But you're learning good life skills, man. Now you're learning, man, maybe I can do this without this dope. and and you start doing that or alcohol, whatever it is, it may be your, your drug of choice. And, um, I didn't think I could ever live without it. Do, is there a really bad drug problem there in Ghana where you're at? Like, is a lot of people on drugs? 
um yes it's pretty nasty oh man i hate to hear that i, I wondered uh uh i know so many people just in passing and stuff and i always wanted to ask that um, i know like i see on tv i know everybody smokes cigarettes huh a lot of people smoke um i guess that stuff's just all in the world we always see what uh america is so anyone listening i'm talking to someone that's in ghana and i'm talking to someone uh who is in india and uh frank if that meant i might invite you in if that's what you was meaning you're more than welcome to come in um so let's just think about it man that's that's just uh hey frank how you doing i'm fine please oh good deal um so drug yeah i can hear you is drugs a problem there as well from in my country is the youth that are really struggling with drugs uh you do um yeah it's a, i guess it's just bad everywhere um man you know it's it's always been bad but here in america it's really got bad now this fentanyl stuff is just killing everybody you know everybody's dying um from it and what's what's weird is that as far as that kind of drug goes somebody here that somebody died and they'll say man i want that i want that's the dope i want and, um i never was like that i didn't have a desire to die uh, i just couldn't i just couldn't quit doing it you know what i mean um, but if we you know i had there's a guy that comes on here with me his name's nick and he he quit drinking and he was alcoholic you know he had duis and all these different things and he quit drinking on a bet and i just admire this guy for that so much because you know it just shows he kept his word and i couldn't do it um not on no bet you know it took me a long time to finally get sober but and i went through a lot of bullcrap in my life over it and yeah, i can promise you now not one day of it was worth it um frank are you were you an addict or anything if i didn't get your question were you on have you ever been on drugs yourself not really not really at all not really what is it like do they smoke a lot of opium or something like that there i think for me how i was brought up by my parents so i was not in touch with anything drugs because they will force you to go to church then that kind of stuff so uh, you're always at church you're always at church so you not get close to people who do drugs then stuff well, that's a good thing uh, you know in america now um parents let your kids and i wouldn't be one of them but parents let your kids tell them what they're gonna do and so um it's just a bad problem it's just disobedience everywhere you know what i'm saying um nobody's obedient it's just it's just bad all the way around man and that's what i do this show for um uh, we have people i get a lot of downloads and people are paying attention and listening and that's why I told someone today, I said, if you pay attention to me, I, I might save your life. What's going on, Black Dragon? And uh, I'm going to invite him in. He's my buddy here. He always stops by. Um, hey, my friend. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good, dang. Just listening to some music on my phone right now. I heard that, man. It's been a long day for me. Just I don't know why. Ain't nothing special happened. It's just been one of them days. You know what I'm saying? I know. All this, well, uh, it's like, it's like I, I tell everybody about me, you know, I, I'm not looking to be nothing special on Podbean. I'm just here 
to grow my radio station. That was my motivation. That is my motivation in being on Podbean, and that's the only reason I'm even here. Yeah, I I came on to uh, I came on to grow my audience. I was trying to get my name out, and it worked. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, um, it does. I um I got a I've already got a an amazing opportunity. I get to go on a two, not just one, but two fairly well-known and big podcast um i thought i was going to be able to say who today but they still haven't done their advertising yet it's their show so i have to wait on that but one of them's on i can tell you when one of them is february the 18th is the first one and the second one i still don't have the date in yet but so on february 18th man uh hundreds of thousands if not millions of people hear my name and hear about my show so um that's that's pretty awesome that's that's what that's what god does man Amen. Absolutely. I agree. And like I said, you know, I'm not over here on Podbean to pretend to be something I'm not. No. It's no, it's no reason to be a con man or a faker because people will be able to spot that in a minute on here. Without a doubt. And that's what they want to hear is genuine, man. And I've yeah. come across a lot of that already. Um, uh, you know, when I first got on here man I, I don't know what really went on but i got caught in a situation i had nothing to do with you know what i mean that fast and yes i know uh, I, I understand that but that's okay that's all right because uh, god has a way of working all them things out absolutely he sure does absolutely how's your day been not too bad actually not too bad at all Looking forward to all day getting back on here and doing my regular broadcasting when I broadcast and stuff of that nature. And like I said, Dane, I got you a friend request from me on Facebook when you got the time for that. So. I'm glad. Okay, I'm glad you said that because right. um, there's been a lot. Of, I'll accept that. There's been a okay. lot of, you know what I'm yeah. saying, uh, yeah, a I lot know. of fakes and oh, what yeah. have you. Yeah, that's the thing about social media about that it I, I that's why i'm very leery just like on Podbean, i'm i'm very leery and i tell ggrb this all the time i'm very literally leery who i even trust even on here because it's like what happened and went down on his show this past weekend saturday just you know yeah that was unacceptable behavior dane you, you want me to tell you what went down i'll tell you what yeah went without down. a doubt hey, yes sir the guy was continually berating my friend and cussing up a storm. You know, that's not right. That's not called for, man. God don't like ugliness. No. No. You know. And whose show was it? Whose show was it on? Oh, uh, GGRB's. Um, really? Know, yeah. Man, isn't that terrible, dude? That's terrible. I felt bad for my friend that, that day, that night. That, evening. that was horrible. And you know, yes. all, he, all he wanted to do... All he wants to do, like me, is to have clean radio shows. The reason I have clean radio shows is for folks like Tick, because she has a daughter. And I know that with problems and all that. Like I, we like I have problems, and you know the last thing I'd want anybody to do, and it would embarrass me to death if somebody. What if my friends that I grew up with way back in Louisiana were to hear this garbage? They, they would be embarrassed to death. They wouldn't really. They wouldn't like that. No. No, uh-uh. not without a doubt. Um, and I sure don't like it because when you're in with among God's people, you know, you really don't need to be doing that because I, I don't know what to tell that person if he or she is out there, but 
You need to get God, brother. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. No, they don't. And they don't know the how short this life and time on this earth actually really is. It's winding down, dang. Yep. Yep, and it is. And we yeah. see it every day. And again, they don't want to hear it either. No, you can point it out to them in the Bible. That's it. Uh, and they still, they'll still look at you like you're crazy. You know what I mean? Well, you yeah. think these people, all these thousands and even more than that, years ago knew that this was going to just mysteriously happen? What do you think? Come on now. Well, not at all. No. God says it was going to happen. He means it's going to happen. His return, the Messiah's return is Im imminent and soon, folks. Just because yep. I'm a radio personality don't mean I don't need to take things or world events not serious because I take it very serious. Yes. Um, me too. I do too. And, you know, I, I've known it for a long time, but I didn't take it serious. You know, I was out there living the wrong way. And, uh, and that's my message today. I want people to see what God will do in your life. Just look at me. Absolutely. Uh, I was the worst of the worst. All I had to do is hit my knees and throw my arms out and tell them, here I am. I'm sorry. I love you. I believe in you. Please forgive me for this and this and this. And here I am today. And you turned your life around for the better. You did. Man. Man. And I'm going to tell you, it's just, it's so fulfilling, man. It, it just is. And it really I hear is. people, I hear people tell me, and I'm getting a lot more of it now because people are saying how much it's helping them and they're loving my message. And, uh, you know, cause that little old voice in your head tries to beat you. You know what I mean? exactly so uh, how's your radio show going oh going good it's growing by leaps and bounds i got 1.9 k engagements on podbean i cannot believe that this new year that that's really cool. really i'm that pushing is, uh that's a you know this is my two weeks today two this weeks. my two weeks today is my first live show and i've got 700 downloads wow, right at dang. Whoa. yeah right at just on Podbean, so that's wow. not counting it. Yeah, that's not counting everything else, man. Uh, man, man, that is a blessing, brother. I'm, I, I'm happy for that. I, I thought that sounded pretty good. They grow every day, buddy. I mean, I get about fifty a day somewhere there's about. You know what I mean? I hear you. Um, and I thought in my mind, I thought, man, I think that's pretty good. You know, for yeah, and so uh, to me, it is. And then I'm getting, you know, uh, I get uh roughly 10 or so on the other platforms a day you know what i mean right right oh, but it's just all it's all growing man it's all growing thank you i appreciate that frank and uh, oj um uh, yeah you know but that's god it ain't me it's yeah, god definitely. you know he we gave me this old we can't do everything on our own without god in our lives we can't do it without his help no absolutely not no um and that's where you know but you know, I've been serious about this thing. You know what I mean? I haven't. I know you have. And you've, I been, was, you've been serious, Dane, since the moment me and GGRB met you. You were. I know you were even serious then. And look how you yep. grow. Yep. And I knew because I know, man. You know what I mean? I know God, and Amen. I know with faith what happens. And Amen. I said, man, and I think you know. There's a lot of people who uh, you already know they want to hate yep. because they've been doing it for however long. Well. You know, we're not the same. I have a different yeah. drive. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, um, and just like his deal with this other, I had a guy, I talked to him, and he mm -hmm. told me he knew some people uh, that knew some people in the podcasting world. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, I know what you mean. Yes, sir. And that's how it come about, man. I started messaging the guy, and I told him my story, and they wanted to know what kind of equipment I had, and I told them, and, man, they was immediately jumping on it. I was like, wow. Oh, um, and so, yeah, it's a, it's a good deal, man. Um, yeah, yeah, And the only thing that's going to come with that is more and more and more. And Absolutely. You know, that's roughly now about 20 days away for the first one, and by then, you know, I ain't no telling how much I'll be done grew, but you know what I mean? Uh, I'm telling you. No, no telling at all. That, that that That's why I am glad I picked Podbean because I picked Podbean not just to have a radio station on here, but for folks to have it for folks that love G-rated old school content because it sure beats all. My radio station beats all that evil rap music in, in general. It does beat it. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> Uh, hey Nick, I'm on now, buddy. I see you just come on. How you doing, man? How's your work night going? Nick's on, but he he's at work. Uh, he's yeah, not he going. was in my show tonight for a bit. He had to work though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you, you know Nick. He's a good guy, man. He's always yeah. there, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I've got myself Thank another you. follower. Thank you, OJ. I appreciate that. I, I'll take all of them I can get, man. Um, you know that. I keep getting nothing but great news, man. You know, and in my man. personal life, my personal life's kind of fell apart, man. Uh, oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah. But this fell apart now for the final time, for sure. Uh, Absolutely. And so, you know, it, it's okay, man. It's all right. It really is because. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, these things happen, man. It's life, you know. Yeah, it uh, is. And it's okay. It's all right, OJ. Thank you for saying that, man. You know, it, it's really, um, it's for the best. It's one of them situations. You know what I mean? Um, there's just two, I, there's, it's my fault. I, I'll, I'll take the blame. You know what I mean? I'll take the blame. I, it's not one of them deals. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope one day me and her can be friends. It's a little tough right now because it's fresh. We tried again. You know what I mean? Then it went bad and we tried again and just, I ain't got no more fight in me for it, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, uh, I know what you mean. I, I do know. I've been down that road. I know. And I, yeah, I, I know. And so you just, uh, luckily, you know, we don't have no kids together and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. it's okay. It's, it really truly is. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I'm okay with it. Uh, Absolutely. And, you know, of course, you know, just for saying that, I'm sure I'll be the worst human being ever in the that, world. That, 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 well, what you got going on, I think is a lot more worth it and more important than that. And then all that other stuff right now. Anyway, there. Dan. Yeah. How you doing, Bobby? uh yeah it is yeah. you're exactly right because then that's the whole point of, man see that's god god just spoke to, through you to me okay man um yeah what did you say frank i think he said he's gonna get back to us um god just spoke to you to, like Jagger, just then to me and uh he said exactly because you know when so much is right here in front of me, you hear me? I hear you. I hear unbelievable you. stuff is happening. Unbelievable opportunity. And someone wants to stay negative. I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. No. Because we both know it don't work with all that negative. No, no, it don't. I can't make nobody understand that, man. You understand it. Oh, cool. I'm not saying nobody. I'm talking one person in particular and, I don't want to run her down. She's not a bad person. She's a good, very good person. Oh, cool. There's just been so much done 
there's a lot of anger there. No matter how long it's going to be, that's going to be there, and it's just not going to be able to get past it. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so right now, I'm listen, I, someone told me something a long time ago, man. And, uh, hey, Bobby, how you doing tonight? Um, and they every word of this is true. If you want to be a millionaire, surround yourself with millionaires. If you want to live in the gutter, go live in the gutter. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I, I'm tired, man. I've lived in the gutter. Good, man. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, I'm doing well, too. Uh, Black Dragon's doing well. Uh, yep, sure am. Both shows are going well. We're wholesome. We talk about God, and then uh, yes, we're, we're going to surpass them all. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, man, I didn't know how to do none of this stuff. I, I, You know, I'm not a tech guy. I just mm-hmm. I woke up and said, I'm going to do this podcast thing, and I started reading about it, and um, well, I went to sleep. Yeah, well, oh, it's 3 a.m. Well, well, can I be honest with you, Dane? Yeah, I'll be, honest, I'll be honest with you, brother. You don't think I all of a sudden overnight, boom, bam, I became a radio personality overnight? No, no, uh, uh-uh. not at all. So. No, it took me years to study YouTube videos, study stuff online, study how to do all this. I wasn't good at it when I first started, and you and God bless, bless me there, Bobby. 15 years later, like I keep saying, 15 years. That's nothing to be that. That's nothing to be ashamed of. That's something to be proud of. That's hard work. That's commitment, folks. Uh, what is my O six three six? I'm gonna put that on here. Uh, I want my number. I'll give them a Discord number and my email. They can contact yeah. you through that. Yeah. 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 Oh six three six four. <clears throat> Um, you've been doing this, you said 15 years, uh, Black Dragon? 15, 15 years for my radio station, folks. That, think about how long of a time that is for someone like myself. A long time. That is, um, but that's commitment. Uh, that is. That's by not giving up either. No. 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 And that's uh, what I'm trying to say, Dane. That's what I would encourage all these today's youth. Don't give up on your dreams, folks. Look at me. I didn't give up on mine. There was times I wanted to, but I didn't. You can't. When you want something, you cannot give up on it. No. No, no you can't. No. Um, I didn't grow up having any dreams, man. You know, I've said this right. before. I never wanted to be a fireman or ambulance driver. Definitely didn't want to be a policeman. <laughs> but... Uh, no, 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 uh, I, I never dreamed that for me. Oh Lord, I wouldn't want to be in their shoes. No, 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 man. I uh, when I was doing my plants business, I met a retired police officer, and he was one of the coolest old men I ever met in my life. Just nice, man. Just nice, and he—that's what he told me. See, Frank, and uh, he said he always respected people, but he said there's no way in the world I would do it today. He said I wouldn't do it again. Nothing in the world. No, uh, definitely not. But you know, with how, more, with how more violent this world is, be, what it, what it's become, um, I definitely wouldn't want to be in their shoes. No, I mean, it only gets worse every day, man. You know what I mean? I uh, that, that's the thing about it. It ain't getting no better. That's for sure. And no, and another thing, I never dreamed. Of, I know I never really wanted to do either. And I'm glad I didn't. I, I sure didn't want to be no firefighter. Good lord, no. No, that's uh, hot and dangerous, and that is. Uh, 
I see them guys doing that stuff where they do them exercises and stuff. Man, Man climbing up in walls and uh, no, I, I but you know, I would even, I don't think I would survive the first day on the job. <laughs> I know I wouldn't. But you know, I never sit around and dreamed I was going to go to prison either. I never want to do that either. No. No, I knew I, I was headed there. I'll be honest about it. I knew at a very young age I was headed there, though. I did. Because um, yeah, I, I, man, I still don't know what it was. I guess the devil. I just was, I was chasing the devil. And it had to uh, be. And yes. whatever reason. And, and then, you know, to think about it, Black Dragon, I went once and I went back three more times. You know, I've been, to, I've been to prison four times, man, you know, and it's just like, mm-hmm. I sit there and I'm just, now it just dumbfounds me, man, because, you know, things change very rapidly, you know, in someone's life for the good or the bad. Um, and so, you know, mine changed for the good, you know, thank, thank the Lord, you know, it's not without him. It's only because the Lord and Jesus Christ that. I'm here and that he gave me this voice and he gave me this voice for a reason. I've always said that now I have, well, not always, but about the past five or six years, I said, it's just something about my voice. I said, you know, I can sing a little bit. I don't think I can sing enough to be on stage. And then I would go through, well, maybe he wants me to be a preacher. And I still don't know that he don't. Um, but, he, he but you see, my voice is what's getting my name out there. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, and so, you know, I'm doing what what he wanted me to do. And if I'm doing plus, what God wants plus, me to do. Plus your huh? message, what you're trying to help, that these youth understand that if they continue to mess up like they mess up, like you did, they can end up the way what you ended up in. Is, and it's try to help them to, to keep them out of being in that kind of environment. Exactly. Because you don't want to go in there. I'm telling no. you. You know what I mean? Listen to these people on the radio rapping and stuff talking about it they ain't 99 percent of them ain't never been in there a day no they haven't and, and they don't know nothing about it you want to know something about it i'll tell you all about it it's the worst of the worst you could ever be it's a living hell on earth is where it is what it is there ain't uh, no picnic in there it ain't no monopoly in there <laughs> no it's not man it's a it's just a world of misery um it's probably the closest thing to hell that you can get um i could imagine so i definitely could I mean, you know, you're sitting in there year after year, your birthdays, Christmases, your parents' birthdays going by, Thanksgiving. Oh. People forget about you, man. You think you think all these people you're out there running with and all that, they think they're going to write you letters and answer yeah. phone calls. You can hang that up, Jack. Uh, you you, you they, know what? It's like I heard. I'll tell you what, what, what I've heard. It's like the years go by, time goes by, people die here and there, and before you know it, you 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 just all alone with just yourself. Yep, you are. You know, I did the long, the longer stretch I did was twelve years, and uh, I didn't have contact with absolutely nobody at the end of it. My my brother, um, and then you know some girls that I may I met through, you know, my cellmate had a girl want to talk to somebody in prison. I don't understand that shit either, but whatever. Um, you know, they would and stuff like that. But as far as Man, for the last seven years I was in there, I didn't know the first thing about my son. I didn't know where he was at. Didn't have no contact at all, no nothing. Uh, and so, you know, a lot of stuff, man. My mother, my mother, man, my mother got real sick when I was in there, and all the years was gone. And, you know, I got out September the 14th, 2009, the first time, and I saw my mother for the first time in 12 years. On September the 15th, we buried her three years to the day later. Uh, yeah, man, I, and you know, I got a lot of regrets in life, 
I try not to get beat myself up, but that's one I miss so many years of my mother's life. You know what I mean? Um, I, I do know what you mean. As someone who lost a mother just last year, this year make it two years I lost my own mother. So mm. I, I hate to say I know what you mean, but with that being said, I actually do. Yeah, I've been gone. Um, Dane, and it's not easy losing a mother. Man, I can really tell you every minute of it. I can tell you everything <laughs> about that day. Uh, I will never forget that day that I lost. No. My you never will you know i got no. that um that deal before that show stuff last night and i I've, I've said it on here last night i started crying like a baby and i was texting my brother and i said you know i wish because my brother's successful and he's been successful for some years now um right. he's a he owns a towing company and uh oh, oh, gotcha. he, he built it himself you know what i mean um right right in our family we was I was definitely the outcast, um, but we were poor, man. You know what I mean? The other ones, none of my family was just filthy rich, but the other ones, you know, working class and got by and stuff. And we were just dirt road poor, man. And right. so to see us two, you know what I'm saying? It's it's um, it's um rewarding, I man. Huh? I mean, I, I know what you mean. No, I get what you're saying. No, I'm following along with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, you know, most people, you know, it definitely never gave me a chance. You know what I mean? They just... And I was told when I was little I wouldn't never amount to nothing, and I believed that for a long time. And when I stopped believing that's when everything changed. With um, having God, with there God. you go, there you go. You know, I'm telling you, man. You know, I, and I'm gonna say this, and I'm because I'm being honest, and I'm always honest. Anybody ask me anything, I'm always gonna tell you the truth. When I first started this, I had that little voice in my head say, "You better not say that about God. People won't listen." And I immediately pushed that out. And I, I shout God as loud as I can, you know what I mean? Because it's all about God. And, uh, Amen. We know what you that know, voice is, folks. Y'all know what that voice is, folks? That's the mm -hmm. devil trying to get That's you. the devil. You know, anything negative is the devil. Everything positive is God. Remember that. Amen. If it's pure and good now, not saying, oh, you can take this drug out here and make a million dollars. That's not positive. No, uh, no it's you, not. You know, wholesome and good and positive is from your father. And, uh, Amen. You've only got one father. And right. I said this last, I said, when did I say this? I said, oh, I said this in a meeting to people. There was somebody in there that said they were struggling uh, with God. And, and so I just broke it down and I said, you know, God is just like your dad. I said, I said it this way. I said, you know, my son, he's 25 years old. And I said, do you know what it would mean to me if I looked down and he called me and told me he needed, uh, he needed my help? It would, man, that would be the just greatest because I don't have, he don't have anything to do with me. You know what I mean? Right. Still. Um, and I said, and God's the same way. That's all he wants. He wants you to tell him that you need him. That's tell right. him that you need him and you'll see what he'll do. And, and you know, he'll take the suffering out of us. He will stop that suffering that we're going through. He will, he will heal, heal those hearts, heal the wounded, heal the broken. He did it 2000 years ago. What's to say he still won't do it today? He will. And he done it with me. I'm living proof. And that's what he wants me to tell everybody. Thank you, Bobby, for liking the show. I appreciate that. Um, man, listen, I was the worst of the worst black dragon. Now, I know there's people out in the world worse, oh, you know. I know you and were. Oh, I know. When I tell you I was a piece of shit, man, I was a piece of shit. Really excuse my language, were. but I was, you know. I mean, and it's no sugarcoating it. It's the truth. That is the truth. That's and the truth. I, I want people to hear that. I want them to know because people today see me, man. And when you see me and you meet me, you generally know, man, I care. Okay. I'm what I say. I walk, the, I walk the walk. Am I perfect? Okay. By no means, no, I am not, you know, and I, 
I catch myself a lot, you know what I mean? But, man, I try really hard, and that's all he ask of you, man, to try. That's it. There, there's a lot of times I have to block the devil out of my subconscious because even with someone that has a radio station, you know, we, I, I got to make I gotta make sure the devil don't try to, you know, get me into something. Because I, I keep myself out of trouble. I, I am a Christian. I love God. But I, I, there's one thing I won't tolerate, Dane. I won't tolerate anyone cussing to me up left and right. They've got no right to cuss me out. It's just there's no reason for cursing people out. Absolutely not. If it's to that point, we don't need to talk. No, uh, no, we won't. Absolutely no. I'll stop it right then and there. That's what it. people don't, what people don't understand. This is something that people don't don't really get either. Is that the Holy Spirit will not dwell around all that anger, all that hate, no, all that stuff. It no. just won't. You know, and I've said this on here before. I was part of that organization, and that organization was all about hate. And finally, one morning, this, this is a true story. One morning at 2.30 in the morning, walking across a, a prison compound, I was yeah. going to the kitchen to work, and all this hate surrounded me. I said right then, something's wrong. I stopped right in the middle of them. I said, something's wrong here. All this hate, there's no way the Holy Spirit is dwelling there. And that was the end of that. That was done. And uh, I walked away from it. Something they say you can't do. I did. Why? Because God God did that. You know what I mean? Amen. And, uh, you know, I never looked back. And uh, I find myself thinking about it. I was kind of, I've been kind of judged on it uh, lately. Uh, someone tried to, you know, anyway, uh, because I said something about it being my past. I'm not going to lie. That's who I was. Now, I'm trying to show you what God will do. You know what I mean? But you want to take it negative. And turn it into something it's not. But that just goes to show they still got the devil living in them. You know what I mean? Absolutely uh, they do. Because if anybody yeah. can't nobody say I've ever been up here talking nothing but positive stuff, man, and that's the truth. That is the truth. And yeah, twenty eight, I'm a Christian. In fact, I I'm I've been a Christian my whole life. And here's the thing, like I say, you know, if you come to my show on Podbean at all, when I have them world of the paranormal shows, and if you Come up there and thinking that I'm going to allow you to um, run me or any of my friends off of here down or anybody that I happen to know and you cuss up and storm. Guess what's going to happen? What do you think would happen to them, Dane, if somebody was to act a fool around me on Podbean? You think they're going to last very long? I think they won't. No, absolutely not. No, they're, they're not. They're I, I see, you know, I, I had people try to try to hurt my show, man. You know what I mean? Uh, I know. Deliberately. I know. They will do it. They will try yeah. to do it anyway. Yep. Yeah. But guess what? They, they didn't. In. And I only grow bigger every day. That's it. That's and so, right. you know, uh, I'm glad I changed my time. What time is your show on? It is 7 to 9. So it's two hours from 7 o'clock to 8. But it's two hours then and it closes off at 9. That's See, I'm up. following you. I wonder why I don't ever send me anything. Because I'm following you. I don't get that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, I'm a Christian 28. I love God because it's like me and Dane always say, we are nothing without God. Mm-mm. We're not. <laughs> we're, we're really not. And that's serious. I'm being serious here. Without a doubt, I was going to say, all you got to do is look up the old Dane and by my full name and you'll see what it's like living without God. Absolutely. Um, You'll see a bunch of mug shots. You'll see a, just a, a skinny, emancipated person. You know, I mean, I go on and on. Oh, 
and that's what it's like living without God. That's hell uh, to be to be absent from God, and um, and that's what that's I was. Just, and that's just no way to be. No, no, no. You don't gain anything. You're not going to gain anything. It's just no life. I mean, that's no. just it. All them years just wasted away. Just wasted. Nine years in solitary. Nine years in solitary confinement. And you can't you get know. it back, can you, Dane? You can't never get all that back. No, but you know it was God that kept my mind right through that time. And because that's where I started building a relationship with him. And, and I didn't have it down yet. I still wasn't catching the main point. And that main point was surrender. But you know who told me about surrender, don't you? God. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He just, one morning that word came to my mind and it would not go away, man. I'm talking about surrender Black Dragon. To the Lord. Absolutely. Man, I, and I, I kept saying, what does that mean? What does that mean? Because I still wasn't ready. You know what I mean? And I uh, I when guess. I finally did, it's just amazing. Yeah, uh, OJ, I don't guess OJ knows my story. I spent 21 years in prison, my friend. Um, I was a lifelong drug addict, uh, ex-gang member. Uh, I was running with the devil. The devil was my right-hand man. And uh, God kept thumping on my forehead. And I finally listened. And um, here I am today, sober, living for God. Uh, getting got a career ahead of me now i mean just life is good and it gets better every day and that's because i get closer and closer to god and stronger and um i noticed today i kind of like i pray i kind of pray all day really um i don't just pray in the mornings and pray in the evenings i find myself talking to god all the time and and i'm just gonna tell you it uh bobby said never went to prison in my life and i'm glad that you haven't Uh, i don't recommend going I haven't either. I would never want to experience it because I already know from what I've heard, the horror stories. That, like I said, that's definitely not a, a place to be. No. Uh-uh. it's uh, I give it no stars on the recommendation. No. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, somebody, I say that, somebody said, well, hey, you went four times. And I'm like, well, yeah, you got a point there. You know, um, I don't, it's just, I don't know what it was, but I know is. I'll say this. The last time I went to jail, I only had to do, I had the long sentence. I was at the end of it and I got out and I'd violated my parole, of course. And, um, I, um, um, had to do, well, it's supposed to be four months, but they give you a little bit of good time. I'm gonna tell you right now, that's the hardest 90 days I ever did in my life, but it's the last time I was ever in there. You hear me? And I remember, I remember that last 90 days more than I do any other, other time I ever done. I just couldn't adjust. Like usually I'd go in there and I'd always be on drugs. So I'd go through a detox and I, about 30 days in, I'd start getting healthy. I start doing push-ups and doing all Man, I never did the first push-up. I never got over the misery. And that's kind of, that's because that's how God wanted it. And, um, man, it's just, uh, yeah. I mean, Bobby, I mean, you know, I don't recommend it to anybody. And if your kids, anybody out there, man, if they live in the wrong way, Get all up in their business and save them from going. I'm one of the I'm one of the blessed ones, man. Everybody don't go through what I went through and still be able to stand here today and have a sound mind and all these different things. And God kept me that way for a reason. It's all because of this right here. So I can tell everybody about him. And Billy Graham said something. He said, uh, times have changed. And uh, basically what he was saying was that the church has let God down. Uh they wasn't bringing people in that God needed a different way and different, different voice for people. And, um, I feel like I'm going to, that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be that different voice. Cause I'm not in a church. I'm not up on a pulpit. I don't go to church. I'm not going to lie about that. I'm not a religious, I'm not a religion guy. I'm a God guy. And I'm a Bible guy. I'm a spiritual guy. 
Um, I'm not even going to say I won't ever go to church, but what I can say is I've had some bad experiences in them. I'm not going to say they're all bad, but I see a lot of stuff that the Bible says we're not supposed to do going on inside our churches. And so I'm just not going to go there. It is. And like I said, Dane, you know, I know about a lot of the wicked stuff going inside a lot Mm -hmm. of churches. And and I hate to say it, folks, don't believe everything you see on TV as truth because you're going to be real fooled by a lot of Yeah. You got to read that book. You got to read it. You ain't got to, don't just read that book. Study it. Start in the Old Testament, the very first word. And no matter how long it takes you, just start and start going. Uh, I'm not saying that you can't every now and then you'll read something in the Old Testament. I mean, the New Testament or whatever, but start there. That's what I did. I started there. I took a theology course through the mail and it basically was on Old Testament studies. And I'm so thankful that I did because so many things that, that, that's being taught, they're just not true. No, it isn't. Um, you do that. I think it just kind of opens your eyes up and you kind of see the schemes and scams that's been going on and it, it helps you get closer to God. Cause he tells us study to show thyself worthy. So, that's um, that's what I did. And uh, I always used to say, I don't think I'll ever be polished enough to be a preacher. Cause I'm not going to lie. I still cuss. I still slip up and cuss. I'm not going to cuss nobody over here. Um, yeah. nothing like that. And I'm not going to disrespect nobody, but you know, no. I stumped my toe. I probably say D, you know, damn or something. You know what I mean? But um, stuff like that. But and I'll drop the f bomb every now and then if I'm mad. I try not to, man. I try really hard. And I used to have a bad habit that GD word. Oh, I was bad with it. I was terrible with it. And uh, I, I fight was I, I fight and wrestle something every day. Twenty eight. Um, and I've told Dane this. Um, there are those like myself that struggle every day with bipolar disorder, man. Yeah. And that, you talking about present being a living hell? Imagine what I have to live with, with that's a living hell from day to day. Mood yeah, mood changes. Good day one day. Next minute I could be just, I don't know, real ticked off. And it's not no one's fault for me being ticked off. It's the bipolar. What it is, it's an imbalance in my brain there, 28. A chemical yeah. imbalance. Basically is what it is. Yeah. Do you take any no. kind of medication? No. Okay. Um, not at all. But here's the thing, what I would say. Like like they say, never judge a book by its cover. Mm-mm. Never judge an, an individual to think that your life is better than theirs. Because I can promise you it's not. Mm-mm. Nope. That bipolar man, bipolar has directly affected me too. Uh, I'll say this, and I know what it's like to live with someone who is bipolar, uh, Black Dragon, and very bad. Very bad bipolar. Doesn't make people with it a bad person. It's stuff they can't control, but it'll take a toll on you. It'll take a toll on you just as living with a drug addict. I'm telling you, I've been through it. I know. Uh, And I lived it for a long time. I'm proof of it. Believe me, I'm proof of it. Yeah, it's 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 tough. Um, people forget about like them. When, it's not it's not like when we bipolar people get mad, we're trying to take anger out on y'all. You got to understand. Don't take it personal. It's disabilities are no laughing matter. Nope, nope, not at all. You know, I went through a mental deal. I went bipolar. It was something else. Um, out of the blue, I went to bed one night and woke up the next morning. I was a different man. And uh, 
I didn't understand it, didn't know what was going on, and I refused to go to therapy and stuff, but I did, and I'm okay today. I don't take no medicines or anything, man. And to be 48 years old now, I say I don't take no medicines. I don't take any. Uh, I don't either. I don't want to. I'm 45 years old, Dane. Yeah, I don't want to take none, man. Uh, I don't either. You know, they started. There's something that really boils my blood that I think is, is there's no reason for it. And I'd love to put some people in their place and tell them what I think about them, but not in an ugly way. But I would tell them, you, y'all, don't, y'all in this world, y'all ain't suffering like a lot of us bipolar people that are suffering bipolar. How do y'all know what it's like to be bipolar if you're not bipolar yourself? You don't. So don't stop it right now. Yep. Yep. Stop that. That's like telling somebody with cancer, you know what it's like to have cancer. No, you don't. No, you don't. Those you that don't. know what it's like to have cancer. They wish they didn't have it because you know what breaks my heart, Dane? And I ain't going to lie to y'all. The St. Jude kids, that breaks my heart to see these kids infected with cancer. That breaks my yeah. heart. Me too. Really does. That's uh, that's yeah. my thing right there, man. That's what's wild you say that. That's my St. Jude's is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Sure. Absolutely. Thank you for liking the show, Nick. I hope you're having a good work night, buddy. Uh, I'm staying on a little late. We might be able to catch you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on into it now. We're having a good conversation. I was going to go an hour. We're going to keep on going. Uh, right, here you go. right. Yeah, Nick. You ha- hope you're having a good night there, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I went yeah, to yeah. a yeah. I went to an NA meeting tonight, and it was a pretty good one. Um, oh, good. You always hear things in them, and I'm, but I'm going now, man. I'm switching up. I think I'm going to do the Celebrate Recovery thing, which is a God-based program all the way around. Right. Uh, right. It's a two-hour one, and it's just it's all about God. Uh, everything yeah. about it's God. It ain't your higher power. It's God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I went last week, and, man, from the second I was in there, I just felt God with his arm around me, man. Uh, Amen. And I love to feel that, man. I get to feel that a lot. You know, all I got to yeah. do is drop my head and close my eyes and start talking to him. And that's it. Um, I've learned that, man. And I get better at it every day. I'm not, again, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. No. I ain't never going to be perfect. <clears throat> no. But I can tell you this much. I'm a heck of a lot better than I was back then. Uh, Absolutely. But I wouldn't be there. I wouldn't be, no. I wouldn't be none of it. I wouldn't be anything. Just the nothing that I was, wasting of oxygen to people, man. That's what I was. I was a waste of good oxygen um, for somebody else, man. And I was tired of being that. I was tired of being a piece of garbage because that's what I was, and I was tired. I was tired of people judging me and looking at me and, you know, and then I look at my family, man, and everybody else turned out okay, man. Here I am. Why did I act this way? You know what I mean? Uh, it's not, and like I said before, many times, Dane, it's not till we hit rock bottom till we then we finally understand why. Yep. Yep. And I finally hit mine. Um, For sure. The last, the last bit of my addiction, man, was, was pure misery. I was caught in a cycle I couldn't get out of, and mm. uh, I didn't have no vehicle. I didn't have this. I didn't have that, and I still had to have the drugs, and I tried. You know, I sit there in the motel room, man, and try to tough it out. And I got to the end of it, and I felt weak, man. And there I went. And then uh, I went again for about another month. And then I went into a detox again. Uh, went inside somewhere to do that and left that place. But I still didn't do no drugs for three days. And uh, I was going to treatment. And 
I said, I'm not going to go if I don't go get some drugs. And I went and got just a little bit and uh, I smoked some of that. It made me feel a little bit better. And I went into treatment, man. The rest is history. That was the end of it. But um, I was, I was, I was it, man, you know, because I wanted treatment this time. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like all them other times. I wanted it. And I went in there and I went in there with a different, a different way of looking at things, man. And most importantly, what I did is I went in there and I got real sick. I hit them knees and I prayed, please walk me through this. You know what I mean? Please walk me through this. And he did. And uh, I'm glad, Bobby, that you never did. You know, that's another thing. You know, I started at a very young age. Um, I got hit by a truck walking home from school at age 11. And I ain't never told this on here, but I'll tell this part of it. At age 11, after I come out of, uh, they didn't think I was going to make it, and I made it. And I come out of CCU or ICU, whatever they call that stuff. And it's ICU, I think. Mm -hmm. And they, I remember it. They would give me pain shots in my legs every three hours, 11 years old, because I was in bad shape. But my mother told me, she said, you would be sound asleep. But on the second of that third hour, you would wake up and hit that button for the nurse. So I was already addicted then. At 11 years old, I was already addicted. But it didn't, like, uh, she said, when I came home, they sent me home, sent home some pain pills. She said, I wouldn't take them. And I remember that. I mean, I come home, and uh, it's the morning I was supposed to go back to school. And I woke up that morning, and I didn't feel good. And I told my mom, I never liked going to school. So she just thought I didn't want to go to school and ended up started throwing up and ended up having blockage. I had to go back in and have another surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, when I had the accident, it ruptured my left eardrum. And I had an ear infection from the time I was 11 till I was 15 years old for four years. I had never didn't had an ear infection. And uh, a doctor finally figured out what it was. But after that surgery, they gave me Vicodin ES pain pills. And at first I wouldn't take them. And I finally took one of them. And I, I could tell you exactly how it felt. I remember it like it was yesterday. And, man, I was off and running. And um, at the age of 17, I was sticking needles in my arm. Um, doing doing Dilaudid, K4 Dilaudid. Uh, I didn't do that for long. I did it for about six months, and I went and got on methadone. Then I went away, went to prison, did all that, and yeah, man. Uh, so it, it was a it's, it was a long ride. It was a long hard ride. Again, it's self induced. I understand, but that don't make it no easier. It was hard, man. Uh, uh, I never had shit. I never had nothing. I mean, it was just always everything I had went to dope, and uh, when I when I had a job, every penny I went, and then penny every penny i had went excuse me and um any relationship i had i destroyed it and destroyed everything anything and everybody i i destroyed them too they wouldn't even be on drugs but i still destroyed them and um and i never thought man i first thing i first thing i realized was i got to where i didn't want to smoke pot no more that was the first thing i was like man i never would have thought i didn't want to smoke that stuff no more and i did and i I remember thinking i wonder if this is the start of this you know getting sober and, and staying clean stuff and I don't have a desire for it today. Haven't had in a long time. And if I get up and pray to God and do the same things I do every day, I won't. And, um, you know, looking. I've never done drugs. I will never do drugs. The only real regret I have in my life, Dane, is like I told you, when I had no business fooling with the Ouija board. Do I wish now, looking back on it, I wouldn't have done that, that one stupid thing that I did? Yes, but. I mean, Bobby, it just goes to show you, nobody is perfect, whether if you're doing drugs, whether you're drinking, whether you're going to the occult like I shouldn't have done, or anything. We can all mess up in this world. 
uh, let me throw this in here real quick. Anybody that's listening, if you're listening for the first time, please follow me and uh, go back and listen to some of the other shows and download them and all that good stuff. I got a bunch of them on there uh, and on all the platforms. My shows are on all platforms. There's not a podcast platform that you can't find me. All you got to do is put in Dane Gentry and it'll pull up. And I sure appreciate all the support. Uh, thank you. I'm getting amazing support. Things have been amazing. And I, I thank everybody for coming and uh, continue to support and I'll continue to be on here talking and try to talk people <clears throat> through stuff. And, uh, black dragon is on, what's your radio station called? Black dragon, just black dragon. Uh, it's, it's black dragons radio. Yes. Okay. My name is. And everybody, please follow him as well. Uh, he's wholesome as well. He's all about God. Uh, we need more of us on here on all these platforms, you know, uh, no matter, no matter how many of us it is, we can't never get enough God. And we no. definitely need a lot more of it in the world today. Cause they tried to take him out of everything. So, we're trying to put him back in everything. That's right. Exactly, Bobby. Nobody is perfect. No, and like I said, I'm definitely, you can look at me and think, oh, because, oh, Dragon, he, he's never had his things. He's had obstacles in life he's had to go through. Oh, that, that's where you'd be wrong, because, yes, I have. We all have gone through obstacles. Everybody has. And my fan club on there, I'm trying to make it free. I think it's like two ninety nine right now. I'm going to make it free for people. I want people to join and so I can interact with everybody and all that stuff too. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, it's like I said, Dane, I feel it in my spirit. You are that motivational voice to help the gener- this lost generation. You're the one to help those that are lost. Man, that's awesome you say that, man. Um, I believe that too. I believe that. I believe it, Black Dragon. Everything inside of me, man. I mean, this thing has took off overnight, and that just goes to show you, man, it's God, you know. Because when I first started this, I remember somebody told me, they said, oh, it'll take a couple years. I said, you're crazy. It ain't going to take me no couple years. And, uh, oh, thank you, man. I appreciate Thank you, 28. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not up here making this all about me and Dane's show. I mean, yeah, I'm a radio personality of my own radio station, and my own website where I can live stream from when I'm not on Podbean. I'm not trying to make all that about me. This ain't really about me, folks. This is about our experiences, us as Christians, fellowshipping with one another in a way and sharing, sharing and fellowshipping. Yes, exactly. That's all all I'm doing. You know, it's that one person to hear. And and man, I want to hear on there, man, I gave my life to the Lord. My life has never been better. And, you know, I gave up dope and I gave up womanizing and I gave up this and all these different things. And that's what we want to do. Cause I'm telling you, the Bible talks all about that stuff, man. And you know, we ain't supposed to be doing it. And your life will be so much better. I promise you I've lived. Listen, man, I, I've lived with the, you know, sleeping with the, every woman I could come across. I, I've lived doing all the dope I could do and cussing and drinking and, and doing all that. And I never got the first thing out of it. I get everything in the world from God, everything. Mm-hmm. And it's peace. I have a peace. I can lay down every night on the pillow and close my eyes and I can go to sleep. Uh, because I've always said that doing all of that or doing things, foolish things or, or playing the fool. It just, it ain't worth playing the fool. Nope. No. And everybody's looking at later, you sooner or later what's going to happen it'll catch up to you yes sir yes it will in one way or the other um it will, it, it will catch up with you so much uh, very, uh very much. and 
We don't think it at the time. You know what I mean? We think we're – I did. I thought I was all cool, you know what I mean? Because I was led I to believe you. certain things about myself. And I just thought I was somebody. I was a little boy. I wasn't a man. I was nothing. No. No. And I was just just wasting a life, just wasting it. You know, somebody that could have anything if I would just got to the Lord a lot sooner. And I used to think I was with the Lord. I used to think, oh, man, because I pray at night. I'm good. Nah, man. You know, that's part of it. You know, it is part of it. But you got to change the way you live, too. Uh, again, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. You know what I mean? But I don't do drugs, and I ain't out here sleeping around. And I ain't doing all that stuff. And, uh, Me either. Me you know, either. it's just not important. What's important is, is, is God, number one. Number two, my career. I want to have something, man. I, I ain't never had a chance. And I should say, that's all I ever wanted was a chance. Well, guess what? I got it. I got it. Got it. <clears throat> and everybody else can have it too. You know, I ain't the only one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go about ten more. I'm gonna go about ten more minutes. I got a phone call that I put off, and I do have to take y'all. Uh, I'm gonna go about ten more minutes, and we'll have to cut it off. But thank you, everybody uh, that's come by, and all your encouraging words. And I'm getting so many of them, y'all. It, I'm telling y'all, it means so much. I want to know that people are liking what I'm talking about and hearing it and feeling it. And, uh, if you, if you have kids out there and they, they teenagers and they're drinking and stuff, man, nip that stuff in the bud, um, stay all up in their business. You know, people don't want to get any kids busy. You better get all up in their business. Uh, cause I'm telling you, they're headed down the wrong path. And that wrong path today is, is life and death. Uh, that fentanyl stuff is killing everybody. It, it, it shows no mercy to nobody. Uh, and it's in everything you ain't it ain't your kids are not safe oh it ain't nothing they smoking a little pot it ain't safe no more it ain't safe it's just not safe that one little that one little joint or bowl or whatever it's gonna take them out and you're gonna get that phone call wouldn't you rather be mad at you for being in their business than getting that phone call i mean come on let's think about it and amen you know it's just and not, and, not even just that dang um if parents you got you got kids that even think about wanting to join the occult, get in their business even more and tell them, no, get them no. out of it before they make a big mistake there like I did. Yep. You know, I didn't have nobody all in my business. My mother, again, oh. was having to work, and she ended up putting herself through school, and she wouldn't have been able to tell me nothing no way. I was I was head, I was headstrong, you know what I'm saying? I hear um, It's just you, you got to be in it because – Nowadays, without it, the only thing they're getting fed in their mind is a bunch of evil stuff. And so, That's it. Um, internet and music, and I don't know about games. I ain't never played one in video games, but I hear a lot of stuff about them. And, you I'm know, I well, I don't guess they all bad then um, no. if he's gaming. So, you know, I play one little game on my phone, a little driving game, a little uh, real racing three or something. I play that. Um, and now I got to where I'll mirror it to my TV to make it look really big and cool. But, <laughs> uh, i don't even do that much i'll do it for about five minutes because i'm i stay pretty busy uh, and that's how i want to be you know and i'm gonna but get I even busier I, I like dane's message here and like i say dane you know i'm not up here trying to make this about me this is your time this is your channel to do with as you will in your show i'm only up here that opportunity just to get at you know chat and us chatting and all that and we're getting along real good i'm not up here to promote trying to promote myself because i have i have a radio station okay yeah i have a radio station but when i come to your show is is it about all that then no 
No, no, it's not. But I'll tell you what, I want to promote you because I know you're talking about the good stuff. So Amen. I do want everybody to go and support him. All my supporters go support him. He's He's got a, a message about God. Our message might be a little bit different, but it's all leading to the same thing. And, um, and that's what it's all about. Uh, everybody again, I want to thank y'all. Thank you, Nick, buddy, man. I'm sorry you just hung at work. I'll catch you on Wednesday night. I'll be back Wednesday night live. I'm going to change my time to nine central. I'll be back nine central on Wednesday night, nine central on Friday night. But I also do a record every day of the week. Um, and so there be looking for them too. If you follow me, I'm on all platforms. There's not a podcast platform I'm not on. Uh, I will be on a bigger show on February 18th. I still can't tell y'all what show that is. I'm hoping tomorrow. I guess they had a little trouble with advertising today. I got to let them get their stuff out first. That's part of the deal. And I have no problem with that because they're going to get this message out there to a lot more people. And uh, everybody, thank you for all the support. God bless you. And if you need anything, all you got to do is drop me an email, danegentrypodcast at gmail.com. And if you're in the Franklin, Tennessee area and you have a car trouble, you need anything done, just call Gentry Towing. They'll take good care of you. 615-772-6149. Call Jamie or, or Nick. Tell them I sent you, man. They'll take good care of you. Thank you, everybody. Black Dragon, thank, thank you for coming by. Welcome, uh, Nick, uh, OJ, Bobby. Um, I can't remember. Frank, that was the guy's name. that was on here before. Uh, thank you all, everybody. God bless, and everybody be safe and have a good night.